0: Now we settle down for a meditation of about uh, 50 minutes or so. And as I spoke yesterday, that the practice of the Brahma Vihara can be, and any meditation practice, can be empowered through relating it to the seven factors of awakening the Pochanga. And this guided, guided meditation will start with you know identifying the seven factors of awakening in your own mind and heart and then uh, turning to the four Brahmaviharas. And then you know we can also do a combination of both. So you know even we are practicing the four Viharas we can again and again check you know the seven factors of awakening are they present or not and then in particular you know the seven factors of awakening inside of those four meditation themes I was mentioning yesterday which starts becoming conscious of impermanence which you know is the key to unlock the liberating potential of any meditation practice so just you know becoming aware of the body sitting and breathing the weight on the cushion on the chair And before we go any further, just recalling your motivation, your aspiration, why are you uh, sitting, why do you practice, just for a moment bringing that to mind helps to center the mind, helps to bring the energy and line it up in the right way. and then pointing the mind to the present moment experience. This is already the first factor of awakening, sati, or mindfulness. So you know if we are pointing the awareness the mindfulness towards any object which is a easy thing to do we, if we remember it, to do it, the first factor of awakening is there, effortless. But we need to remember. And the word sati, you know, it has its root in the word to remember a receptive awareness. And then just you know, looking at our moment. Present moment experience of just body sitting and breathing and taking an interest in that experience, that's already the second factor of awakening, Dhamma which can be translated as investigation of Dhammas, which means investigation of objects or phenomena, or we can also call it uh, having an interest, a curiosity in our experience second factor of awakening that's the wisdom principle you know coming in and joining the mindfulness seeing the experience in the context of the teaching can be described as I said yesterday I think you know like a looking glass which would be the curiosity and then the rim of the glass is the the framework of the teachings So, seeing your experience in the context of the teachings. Meaning, you know, in in our case right now, we'd be aware of the body sitting and breathing, and be aware of the impermanence of that breath. It's all, you know, actually extremely simple, but it takes quite a few words to speak about it so not to get stuck on the words and try to figure that out but just doing it because it's an experiential practice not an intellectual practice so in order to be able to stay with the body and with the breath we need energy which is the third factor of awakening, virya energy. So we need to bring up some energy in order for the mindfulness to stay with the experience. Otherwise it just wanders off into habitual ways of thinking and interpreting and adding a story on top of what's happening. So mindfulness, curiosity and energy Those three get the thing off the ground, so to say, the practice off the ground. And then, you know, once there is a certain smoothness there, tension is released and we are with the object and the simplicity we can be with that, then pity arises which means joy can be a very subtle joy of a mind which doesn't want anything just content with the present moment experience very simple it's the fourth factor of awakening and then you know there's not so much kind of doing energy is not needed anymore it starts to Come along. Being aware of experience, seeing what's happening clearly, putting in a little bit of energy, and being aware of the subtle joy of a mind which is in the present moment, not hankering after this or that that's the first four factors of awakening and then joy has arisen and the whole process is humming along, tranquility comes forth calmness of the mind this is the next factor of awakening, Pasadi. The mind is okay with not wanting anything, just settling. That sense of relief, which is an unworldly pleasant feeling because it comes from letting go rather than getting something. And it'll really savor that because that uh, savoring that uh, not wanting anything refines the mind and fuels the practice. and then you know fragmentation of the mind increasingly disappears becomes more and more smooth and that's samadhi or collected stable mind which is composed and really you know fully immersed in the present moment experience so now we have six factors of awakening already operating mindfulness interest energy joy tranquility, stability, collectedness of mind. That's a collectedness, you know, like if you want to make a campfire, going around collecting twigs and pieces of wood, putting them on a heap, and then, you know, the warmth is coming from that fire and light. So the capacity, you know, to see clearly, see clearly into experience like a mountain lake where you can see to the bottom of the lake and you see everything in there, the fish and the stones and the plants and the mountains around reflecting in the surface of the lake that kind of uh, effortless seeing like a mirror and then the last of the seven factors of awakening becomes conscious is opaque or equanimity sense of perspective or a bird's eye view you know seeing things in context spacious and balanced in the scriptures that's called dwelling free from desire and discontent so there's the seven factors of awakening which when we are recognizing them in this way it strengthens our familiarity with them and we can say in one sense all the practices we are doing they are all uh, geared towards strengthening those seven factors of awakening and when they are brought to full perfection we call that full awakening the potential completely developed and seeing things for what they truly are seeing the conditionality all phenomena so and then you know when we uh, have recognized all seven factors of awakening we can either go back to the beginning and uh, you know check, uh, check another round because the equanimous mind is much more capable for strong mindfulness So we can, you know, go back and go through it again and again. Or we can just, you know, take up another object of meditation. Or just simply, you know, sit with that spacious mind and observe impermanence. And in our case now we are going to um, change to the, paying attention to the Brahma Viharas. So being aware of opaque as an awakening factor, equanimity, a sense of perspective. And the spaciousness of that mind, spaciousness of that quality, just uh, paying attention to the spaciousness now. And, you know, as a pointer, we could just, uh, you know, listen to the spaciousness and to the silence. Immeasurable space. And then, just letting go of that perception of space and uh, bringing up an image or a thought, which brings up matter in the mind—little baby or a puppy, or some being we want to protect sense of benevolence and may all beings be happy and being aware you know of the changingness of the feeling in the heart area that requires mindfulness that requires curiosity requires some energy to stay with that and a subtle uh, sense of joy the unworldly pleasant feeling tranquility collectedness of mind and the sense of perspective it's all there And just allowing that feeling of metta to be there and becoming more and more familiar with it with the impress, and allowing it to radiate out with the out-breath Meta which is the foundation of the four Brahma Viharas A sense of intimate connection with life with our own experience internally and also externally like an open-heartedness like the Sun at noon which shines on everything doesn't pick and choose And if we choose to you know we can go through the seven factors of awakening to just you know checking on the mind is the mind balanced does it need a little bit more energy maybe which would be the first three factors of awakening and then you know the mind gets excited then we bring in the last three So those uh, seven factors of awakening, they help us to fine- tune our relationship to the object, which in this case is a mind imbued with uh, loving kindness. And in you know reality it's all much simpler than it sounds but as I need to speak with a dualistic language it sounds much more complicated than it really is. So through repetition, through training, you know, the complexity it starts to smoothen out and becomes more simple like cooking something into a you know creamy soup At the beginning you have all the pieces you have to keep on relating to it and it's going to change so just allowing that if the sense comes up, you know, I don't know what she's speaking about. Just, uh, you know, embrace that also with meta. so now we can change over to Karuna by bringing up an image which arouses compassion turning the open heart of matter towards the suffering our own suffering or suffering of another and wishing all beings to be free from harm and the intention to harm can be compared to the sun which is setting in the evening. Being aware, you know, of how the sensation in the heart area changes but just giving that suggestion to the mind it responds naturally. And in order to witness that we need mindfulness. We need interest, energy, again the first three factors of awakening and then you know allowing that compassion karuna to radiate through the body and beyond brings up a sense of subtle joy tranquility and collectedness of mind and equanimity with the moment experience the momentary experience and then out of that uh, vast mind we can then act for the benefit of all beings including ourselves in order to contribute to this wish may all beings be free from harm and the intention to harm If that action springs forth from a mind with the seven factors of awakening present, the action will be wholesome. May all beings be free from harm and the intention to harm. So dwelling in that quality of the Brahma Vihara and then from time to time just checking on the seven factors of awakening. Which can be done very, you know, quickly. In the beginning, it might be difficult to memorize them. You can write them down on a piece of paper. Just open the eyes and check. Mindfulness, curiosity or interest, energy, joy. Tranquillity, stability and perspective. It's a natural sequence. now we're gonna bring up the third Brahma Vihara, which is uh, Mudita, absence of discontent and you know absence of feeling deficient or lacking anything so and allowing that uh, to turn towards the good fortune of someone else and you know wishing may all beings enjoy good fortune it's like the sun in the morning rising the birds are singing and the sun rays are reflected in the dewdrops on the grass it's a quite glorious kind of feeling uplifting, nourishing you know lifting our heart up towards that good quality which we see in someone else we get closer to that good quality again you know noticing how the sensation in the heart area changes it indeed is an uplifting sensation and in order to know that we need mindfulness interest energy to stay with the experience joy will arise from that tranquility collectedness of mind and sense of perspective seeing the conditionality you know, seeing when we bring up an image, when we do recite a mantra, the heart, the mind, does respond. It's a law of nature. So to see all of that in context, that's productive of wisdom. And you know, that's a wisdom which isn't like a body of knowledge from remembering, you know, scriptures or page numbers or anything like that. But it's a wisdom which comes from personal experience through, you know, having the right instructions and then putting them into practice. So we do need the scriptures, you know, in order to get the framework but then we need to put them into practice. Not getting stuck on the books but going through the ordeal you know of uh, experiencing our own conditioning and transforming that so that's mudita nourishment for the heart, for the mind which brings us closer to the good qualities we observe in others. the brilliant sunrise in the morning taking an interest you know how those different images and mantras how they condition the body and the mind experience you know really seeing what a uh, responsive equipment we have with the body and with the mind we just need to have you know a manual which helps us to use it for the benefit of our own hearts and minds and those of others and that's you know what the Dhamma the teaching of the Buddha is all about it's a ancient manual which is still applicable here and now today Because it works. And then we go to the last of the four Brahmaviharas, which is uh, equipoise, opeka a sense of, of uh, composure and balance and a combination of the first three. It's a combination of Metta, Karuna and Mudita. In our mind which has seen everything the joyful and the sad, the happy and the tragic and everything in between. And a mind which knows you know that all experience are potentially Transformative, if we know how to approach them, if you approach them, you know with the seven factors of awakening, so it's not not a lack of connection, but it's a connection which comes from that deep knowing that on one level all experiences are the same, they all are impermanent, they all are unstable and unsatisfactory ultimately and they all lack of a self, they all lack an unchanging core and in that way all experiences are the same, the most sublime and the most tragic they're all having those three characteristics and they all yield liberation as their essence because if we look at experience in that way that's what we see if we pay attention to these particular features of experience that's what they what it does to the mind, the mind responds with adjusting because the mind understands there is no way we can control this the only way how we can deal with this is to adapt, you know. And that's how I said yesterday that this vulnerability becomes our uh, opportunity, and then the mind, you know, which is. Uh, cultivating the seven factors of awakening is a mind which can increasingly understand the way things really are it becomes more and more you know sensitized and the capacity you know to be deeply affected by what we see what we experience you know knowing that the mind does respond but we need to be, in our know, experience, equipped you know with those seven factors of awakening, being mindful, being aware of what's happening, taking an interest to go deeper, bring up some energy to be able to stay with it, and then you know a sense of subtle joy will arise, and taking that joy as a way for the mind to become calm and more settled and stable and then the sense of perspective opens up so it's a natural flowering of the mind which we can support through the right instructions and then you know the um, mantra for Upeka would be all beings are the heirs of their karma which means you know the heirs of the ethical choices which have been made over lifetimes and this is compared with the full moon the coolness of the full moon you know which is coming the light of the full moon comes from the Sun but it's an indirect light that's equanimity that sense of cool knowing not cold but cool Or sometimes it's compared you know with the love of a of a grandmother who has seen the ups and downs so many times, and who knows you know that the child needs to go through his or her own experiences in order to deal with the fact that she or he is the heir of their own karma so from that sense of uh, balance and stillness, you know, a sense of perspective about the way things truly are emerges in the heart and in the mind and, you know, informs our life. And a knowing, you know, what when it's the right thing to do something and when it's the right thing to not do something. So those 4 Brahmaviharas Brahma-viharas are four tones of universal empathy. They are, they are not emotions, but they are qualities of the heart. And, you know, they are innate and cannot be lost. And, you know, according to the scriptures, they are recommended ways of relating in the world and expected ways of relating for fully awakened ones expressions of awakening and you know they might be expressed differently by different characters you know there are so many as a whole bandwidth of Meta or karuna It can be fierce compassion sometimes is the right response and sometimes sweet compassion and everything in between. So we still need wisdom, we still need the seven factors of awakening in order to empower those Brahma vihara so that they're not going to slide into what Trungpa Rinpoche calls idiot compassion which is coming from fear not from wishing others well So the Brahma Vihara practice needs to be combined with wisdom and at the same time it's an opportunity for preparing the mind for insight. why it's really important to start with the Brahma Vihara, start with oneself and have a real clear motivation, aspiration why we are practicing. That really helps us to keep on track and not getting lost in ideals. Being aware of the spaciousness of the mind. And being aware of the flow of experience in the body maybe there's some sounds around you thoughts moving through the mind just giving it space Allowing it to be what it is. And through that clear seeing, the mind will change. Not through forcing the mind to be a particular way, but through seeing clearly what is happening, seeing the conditionality of that, and letting go is the result of it mindfulness interest energy joy tranquility stability and a sense of perspective that's the seven factors of awakening They are sometimes in the scriptures called the seven gems, seven treasures. They are treasures because they can heal the mind. It can the mind make the mind whole again? so in two minutes or so I'm gonna ring the bell paying attention to impermanence know, even the most sublime state of mind as long as we are not fully awakened it's gonna be temporary but every time you know we are dipping in in this manner we increase the familiarity with that state of mind with that quality. So it's easier to get back to it. It's also easier to... it becomes more easier portable into daily life situations. That's what's really uh, counts, you know. Can we take this a certain degree into our lives, in the marketplace, you know where karma is made.